What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This Haberman Middlecoff segment is brought to you by Manscaped.com. Manscaped.com, promo code HAM, 20% off. Go support. And Ease.com and EaseWellness.com. Ease.com, EaseWellness.com, promo code HAM, $20 off, over $50 purchase. Now to the pod segment. Other NFL headlines, John. Speaking of injuries, how about this one? Me of perpetual optimism when it comes to Andrew Luck. Love when an owner does an interview and drops... Uh, uh, yeah, you know, Andrew, Jim Irsay, Andrew's got a minor bone issue, but, but, uh, we believe that he'll be fine. And everyone went, uh, he's got what? I thought he had just like a hamstring pull. He's got a minor bone issue. Well, did you, did you, the hell does that mean? I just saw on the ticker. It's, it's got, it's not his Achilles. 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 When did Achilles come up? That was a fucking calf. He, he used the word bone and Achilles. I haven't heard one sentence with either one of those words associated with Andrew Luck. I thought it was a calf pull. Like, humans pull their calf. Are we sure it's not lower? Are we sure Andrew Luck's not fucked? Because I'm not now. I, I I can't believe... I mean, I can believe, and I understand. He he thinks he's being harmless. It's hard, in fairness to Ursay, and this is on the coach and the quarterback. When you play this co- cloak and dagger routine of being super secretive... It's hard to keep up when you're not a super secretive person, like an Ursay or an owner. Like, I, I can't even follow this. If, you, if you're if you being told by the trainer, if you're Ursay, like, he's going to be fine, he's going to be fine. So you, let's say Ursay, assuming he's going to be fine, it's not that big a deal. He's just kind of rifting with his, probably his, his partners with the team fucking radio station, and they're just having a conversation. He thinks he's being harmless, and I don't think it looks harmless because the fucking Colts you know, treat this injury like it's behind uh, Fort Knox. Where if you just came out and said, listen, he's got a bad calf pull. He he was a little dehydrated. He pushed himself too hard. Not ideal, but he's going to be fine. Instead, they just refuse to say anything. Andrew finally talks. Andrew refuses to touch on it. The moment one person just gets a little loose, it makes it seem like a big deal. When I, I would imagine, having not heard the audio... I blame I blame Andrew on this one. I really do because he's so secretive about this. You don't need to be that secretive unless 
you do need to be secretive if it's a terrible injury. Here's which, the quote. Here's the full quote, John. Did you read the full quote? No, I just saw it on the ticker. All right, here's the full quote. I feel really confident that he's going to find his way through this thing. Uh, I think after the Durant thing, everyone's erring on the side of caution. But quite, for, I love an owner who wades into like other sports takes. Well, guy, uh, I've seen multiple people, multiple injuries in different sports. Durant get thrown oh. in. Uh, er- everyone's erring on the side of caution, but quite frankly, this is not even an Achilles tendon. It's in another area. It's a bone. I'm not good with these things, but it's a uh, mo. Uh, it's a small little bone. Ryan Deem and Raheem Brock, I think, had it. The trainers told me, but he's doing very well. Very excited. He's a married man, baby on the way, and he couldn't be more excited for the season. We wish there wasn't any little tweaks at all, but as you know, these things come up, and you just got to deal with them. You know what the great part of being an owner is you can walk into your building, any person you see, the GM, a trainer, a player, an assistant coach, you can ask them whatever the fuck you want to ask them, and they're going to give you an answer. And then, if you so choose, you can share that, you can tell your buddies, you can do a radio interview and share whenever you want to share. Who is telling him, unless he has a child, like his kid or something works, they're usually, you gotta, have you watched Succession? No. The show on HBO about like this powerful dad. No. You re, like, is it once where you he's get like to over, that, overbearing son? Yeah, and he has like this $10 billion, dollar, it's basically like he'd be the and equivalent he of like. he chooses somebody else instead of the son. Yeah, he chooses daughter. He'd be like, he, he's like the equivalent of a guy that like started CBS or something. Like he literally owns CBS. That'd gotcha. be like the equivalent of it. But like, who in Jim Irsay's life beside his kid, who I actually think his daughter works for the Colts, she might be the one person that'd be like, Dad, you're an idiot. Because Chris Ballard can't. Frank Reich can't. You're saying that, that, that Andrew Luck might not have announced the uh, pregnancy to the world yet? Well, I, anything. I, not even that, but I'm just saying he I can just, walk into the trainer's room. Think of. If, what, if, what if Luck hasn't told the world yet that he's having well, a baby? It, well, that too. But just think about all the injuries, how secretive they are in the NFL. This human can walk into the training room, ask about every human on his team, their exact injury. The trainer will give it verbatim what they really have. And if he so chooses like sharing it, he can share it. And no one can get mad at him. Except we can make fun of him, but what does that really mean? Right. Because I would imagine Chris Ballard's like, oh my God, why did he say this? He's just a wild card. You know, I mean, he's the same guy that did get pulled over with, what, about 27 large and some pills. I've always kind of enjoyed him. I don't, in yeah, I, I get a kick out of him. <laughs> All right, give me another headline. Uh, Dak Prescott. There is, I've talked about this a lot on my three and out podcast. There's an element of just bad luck to the Cowboys, how this played out. Last year, halfway through the season, in a million years when the Cowboys were three and five, no one would have ever imagined like Dak Prescott's going to be banging the table next year for $30 million a year. People would have laughed. Then they acquired Amari midseason, who was going to be going into his fifth year option. Then the best player of the group, Zeke, Still has two years left on his contract. Had been in trouble, so you'd be like, well, he's going to be on his best behavior. Jerry's got his back. Then he'd get in trouble again, would be the guy holding out, who's on under contract the longest. Like, they just have this timing of the three of them. And it's just, some. it's a little random, right? Because they hit on a fourth-round pick. Then they acquire Amari midseason, which they kind of had to do to save their season. And then it did save their season. And that's the other thing. Half, when they acquired Amari, people were like, God, is Amari going to get like $30 million guaranteed? 
And then he saves their season. You're like, did Amari just double his money? Because <laughs> he definitely ain't signing for what he probably thought he had to sign for. And then, and then Zeke just randomly holds out. I don't think anyone was really prepared for him to hold out. So there's an element of luck here that has gone against the, the Cowboys. Now, Coward was talking about it this morning. Like, at the end of the day, Jerry is a little Antonio Brown when it comes to these negotiations. Like, the Patriots, the Eagles, you just Carson Wentz has been signed. So-and-so has been signed. They just announce. Jerry just, I don't know, draws these out. Now he's kind of going back and forth with Dak. Now Dak's there, so it's not the end of the world. When you look around the NFL, though, guy, and I did this yesterday, my plan would be this. If I can't get Dak to sign, and I can't get Amari to sign, because I'd, I'd be actively trying to get Amari to sign for, like, I don't know, four years, $80 million, and I'd try to guarantee, like, $45 million, maybe $50 million, but it would be a pretty team-friendly deal. But still, he'd make some cash. If he ain't signing that worst case, I'm going to franchise Amari. Because the one thing you know, if Amari were to hit free agency, he would get overpaid. Receivers don't usually hit free agency. Sammy Watkins a couple years ago, $16 million, He would get paid. I'm franchising Amari. I'm just, see, he could just come back. He's just still around. He's on a fifth-year option. He's not a free agent. And I'm, I'm going, okay, Dak, go hit the open market and come back to us. Who's paying Dak Prescott $30 million? Who's giving Dak Prescott more money than Jimmy Garoppolo this season? Just bring up the NFL teams, guy. Miami, if Rosen is just decent, he'll stay. Maybe Cincinnati, but you're telling me the Bengals are going to give Dak Prescott $80 million? Where's he getting his money? Even some of the teams with older quarterbacks, like the Pittsburgh Steelers. Well, Ben's going to come back next year. He makes like $30 million. They're not doing it. I... I Eli, well, they got Daniel Jones, all these young quarterbacks. Where, where's the team? Who are they bidding against? I, I'm okay letting Dak play the season out. Cause I don't even, guy, I don't even think you need to franchise him. I, I don't see who's paying him. Who's paying him? What, like, to me, uh, when you look at who, what guys are making, average. That's the other part of the story that's always weird, right? It's like forty million, thirty million a year, forty million a year. Based on what exactly? Based on guaranteed dollars? Based on average annual value, which is somewhat fake money? Although, like you always say, if it's a quarterback, aside from injury, it's going to be real money because he's going to earn it. Um, but like Jimmy Garoppolo, if we just go average annual value's contract is like $27.5 million, right? Yeah. So if I'm Dak, I wouldn't take 30 either. But, but like, my thing is, my thing is Jimmy got $70 million guaranteed. You can tell me Kirk Cousins is fifth in the NFL – the number that really stands out to Kirk is every penny of his deal was guaranteed. So he got $84 million. So I understand if Dak goes, well, I'm better than Kirk Cousins, even though I think they're probably similar players. I, I've said all along, why, you know, four, four years, $90 million, every penny guaranteed. Now he'd laugh at that because that average is like $22 million a year, right? Right. So I'm not taking $22 million a year, but I'm guaranteeing you every penny. But, That's a, a but, lot of this other money, like it's yeah, kind of fluff. But again, quarterbacks, quarterbacks' responses are, well, if I'm your guy, I'll end up staying around for all the for all well, the, the money. Well, also, but you'll get another contract. That's my issue with Dak. Remember, a cup uh, Russell's on his third contract, but his second contract, there still was some unknown. I think a lot of us were starting to lean like this guy's really good, but I, you could make the argument, well, he's kind of been carried. But they ended up paying him a lot of money. And then he, he exceeded it. Like, he became a carrier. 
part of Dak is, well, if we pay you this shitload of cash, we're going to have to get rid of some other guys. And the, the, to me, the reason this is such a big topic with Dak, if they just had a team like the Raiders or the Niners and there weren't other people to pay, it'd be easier. But I think Jerry's looking around, and Steven went on record last week in Oxnard, was like, this doesn't, I love how he said this too, he's like, uh, this doesn't go to Jerry in mind pockets. <laughs> like, he's like, this is my deal too. If we don't keep this money, it just gets spread around. So we're not, this, Jerry's not pocketing this cash. And I don't, do you think everyone knows that on this situation? Not my fans, but I'm just saying like, Dak, he's not screwing, like they're not going to pocket the money. They're using this to pay your other teammates that you are dependent on. Because you saw last year what it looked like when you only had Michael Gallup and Jason Witten was gone. You guys are terrible. You need these other guys. See Jalen Smith crushing all these people? He needs to get paid. I know what I'd do if Jalen Smith hit the open market. I'd pay him. Right. I'd know you, Gruden, you think Gruden would pay him? You think the Niners would pay him? People would pay. I'm just saying I'd be surprised if Dak is demanding $40 million a year. Or well, forget it. it. Morrison tweeted out that's bullshit. It yeah. wasn't anywhere close to that. And and I I wouldn't I wouldn't be mad at him if the first offer he turns down of thirty million of the first offer he gets of thirty million a year he turns down. Well, he has a legitimate argument to go. How could how could I take less than Carson Wentz? He gets hurt all the time. I've played eight more career games. I've played in three playoff games. He's played in none. And the answer is pretty simple. That. We believe Carson Wentz is a higher ceiling talent than you. You know, yeah. Are, are we paying this? Are you paid in in sports for what you've done or what we think you can do? That, that to me is depends when your contract comes up, right? Well, for Dak, yeah. It's kind I mean, of a like combo of both. Buster Posey got paid for what he did, but also, it's not but fair. I think they, it's not fair to compare baseball. And, but I also think they thought Posey was going to be a, a lead player for a long time, and yeah, he fell off yeah. a cliff. But I'm just saying, like it's 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 not fair to compare those two things. But in but football, the, you get in football. You do not get paid for what you've done. No. So if I'm paying Dak $30 million, like when the Eagles did it, they know there's some inherent risk because he's injured a lot. But they also feel comfortable that when he's on the field, he's a top five guy. Do you think Jerry and Steven think that? Like, does Jason think that? Like, this guy could carry our team if next year, because of this, we have to lose Zeke and Jalen Smith. Do, do you think Jerry likes the sound of that? Like, well, the, the extra $10 million you're going to give Dak a year, you're going to lose these two guys. I think that makes him cringe. Yeah. Because those guys are just better. I don't think Dak's that good, but he is good. He's Alex. But the great part about Alex is Alex never was making 30. Alex was always taking just solid deals. Like, you know, he's probably a little overpaid, but he's worth what he's making. Like, it was perfect. Can't Dak just sign a perfect deal? I don't think he can. (laughs) That's the hard thing with quarterbacks is it's... But again, Dak, you're going to expose yourself. So you're going to be super rich, but you could be a legend rich like and win. You're the Dallas Cowboys quarterback. There's an element there that a lot of other teams don't have. Like when Kirk Cousins went to Minnesota, remember he turned down a little extra money because Minnesota was better. So I'll give him a little credit there. Like Dak, that, and Kirk had to know in the back of his head, this might be the only big contract I'll ever sign. Now, I don't know if he thought that. Dak, if this all goes well in Dallas, you're going to be here for a long time. Like the, the, the owners are GM. He's going to take care of you. When's the last time the cow? Actually, when's the last time a cowboy screwed over a player? It's not really their mo. No, they're they're riding with Sean Lee like he's a quarterback. 
you could argue that Jerry over the years have been almost too loyal, mm-hmm. couldn't you? Mm-hmm. Like that's a good like he's the opposite of Belichick. <clears throat> so another did you see Jamal Adams and the sensitive chart they have? Uh yes. <laughs> How amazing is that? That's really great. Because what do you say? Because some guys are just all up in their feelings. All up in their feelings and throw a hissy fit and you go up on the sensitive chart. Yeah. When I first saw that, my first reaction was laughter. And then it was like, how fast before people react that they're not taking sensitive people's feelings into account? Did you ever have that thought? Well, I, I mean, I just thought somebody is going to be dumb about this. And then I stopped thinking about it before I got mad and just enjoyed it for what it is, which is funny. Yeah. But it's not. But it's funny slash like we don't want sensitive people. Well, John, here. also think about like the second thing I thought was who's their defensive coordinator? Oh yeah, <laughs> hit him in the knee, Greg Williams guy. Do you think there's uh, KOs uh, with one uh, K under it <laughs> checklist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. sensitive chart, <laughs> bags of money chart. Yeah, is it a sensitive chart? Or Boys, ba- knockouts are back. <laughs> is, it, is it a bounty chart? Is it you, you? You knock him out. That's five hundred dollars. Yeah, you're right. Like the Jets, Greg Williams should probably not have anything in writing. Well, this is where it's hard. Like you can't do your job without doing the charts. Football coaches love the charts, and uh, th- there's no doubt in my mind that there's money exchanging. Like do we all acknowledge that bounties, not bounties, like you kill him, but you knock a guy out, you get paid. Like that's bounties are a part of the vernacular the way these guys live because they naturally gamble and kind of throw around an inordinate amount of money that they probably shouldn't anyway but defensive guys they do talk a little differently like you could tell jamal the niners regret the jamal adams for uh they should have just taken jamal adams that year but that guy's a little nutty you know i mean he's i think they like him in new york because he's got a fucking might in, in a good way but you need to have a little bit of a screw loose to play defense, especially strong safety and just killing people. But I, it would I would be shocked if there were bounties going on all over the league. I wonder the most expensive bounty in the last ten years has ever been paid in the NFL, like ten grand. And a bounty could be like a pick. You think the you know? Seahawks? Well, no, that's not, no. That's not what we're talking about here. I mean, the Seahawks used to have them. Cam Chancellor. Come on. Guy. On the Niners. I mean, right? <laughs> Come on now. Uh, should, should you have to apologize for bounties? Should you have to apologize? Like, isn't that part of, like, I'm trying to, that's the thing about football. Like, you're well, being coached to inflict yeah, If the bounty pain. is I'm trying to knock you out of the game, it's it, it becomes a little bit of a gray area there. Between how the game is kind of played in an unsaid behind the door scene way and like really celebrating injuring people. But aren't I kind of trying to knock you out when I hit you? Like I said, that's where there's a fine line between like, yeah, part of the game is if you get hurt, we're better off versus I'm just hurting you to hurt you because I'm, I don't even, I just, just for money, I don't even need. Yeah, but I'm not talking about like at the pile twisting the knee. Like that's the stuff where Greg Williams, like you can't, you can't even argue it. But I just hit you really flush as hard as I can and try to K KO you. Right, but when you start going bounties KO, then you're like, well, if I hit him in the head, the bounty's going to cover my fine. Yeah. That's where it gets a little hairy. Well, uh, speaking of hairy. Got suspend- that's why those guys got suspended for a year. Nikhil's got turf toe? Nikhil Harry? I guess he's battling turf toe and a hammy. Ah. But 
he made some sweet catches. I get you know I read the best receiver so far in Patriot training camp is an undrafted free agent, some dude with the last name Myers. Like how how does New England do this? Like New England's wide receiver situation as we sit here today is worse than the Niners, but no one freak no one even cares. And and granted they have enough equity built up you don't even think about it. Jacoby Myers, NC State. Now, granted, they throw a lot to their running backs. I mean, they got Damian Harris, Sony Michelle, Deion Lewis. They don't have a tight end. Nikhil Harry's banged up. How do they? I don't know how they do it, but they do it. And it's not even an issue, and they'll win 12 games. And Tom's claiming that he still wants to play till 45. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes. Ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.